0: This is your 101.7 The Truth News Update.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Melanie Ricks with your news update. Milwaukee police are investigating a shooting that left a 20-year-old man dead this morning. Officials said that the shooting stemmed from a robbery near 35th and Concordia that happened around 640 a.m. The victim was taken to an area hospital where he died of his injuries. Milwaukee police continue to seek unknown suspects. Anyone with information is asked to contact Milwaukee police at 414-935-7360. To remain anonymous, you can call Crime Stoppers at 414-224-TIPS. The Milwaukee Night Market returns to downtown tonight for the summer. The free outdoor event puts the excitement right in the center of downtown with food trucks, local pop-up shops, and entertainment. West Wisconsin Avenue will be closed between 2nd Street and Bellar Phillips Avenue from 10 a.m. until 11 p.m. today for setup and tear down. The Milwaukee Night Market brings local diverse artists, restaurant tours, and crafters together from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Plus, there will be a performance in the center of the market at the top of every hour. Tonight, that includes DJ Stretch, DJ Oshi, and Bembe Drum and Dance. The night market will return to the same location on July 19th, August 16th, and September 13th this season. In a unique celebration of local talent, Milwaukee's Brady Street Business Improvement District and Brett Waterhouse of Grove Gallery have teamed up to host the Brady Street Art Walk scheduled for this saturday june 17th the art walks hours will be between noon and 4 p.m artists stationed along brady street sidewalks will create and sell their art amidst a relaxed atmosphere and are encouraged to grab a meal or a drink there will also be activities for children as well for more details on the brady street art walk you can visit bradystreet.org this was the news update on 1017 the truth The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next, here on the new 1017 The Truth.
0: You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
2: Shooting energy, drop all of I'm Hold on I'm gonna shit keep spinning. I'm not your kind such a,
3: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. So let me go back to these. Brian said George Soros don't even care about Black Lives Matter, and he the dude who funded it. Well, why would he care? Did he ever care? They just want you to do their bidding, and then you come in, and once you do it, they cast you aside. Anyway, don't let me get started. It's a Security Mike say don't seem like it does Dr. Ken at least this younger generation of blacks don't matter a quarter I wish it would change what do we do huh um many people won't like my answer to that so I'm going to have to come back to that um we have this assumption and because we're not old enough to remember we make Comments like, well, if Republicans were in charge, it's going to be terrible. But can you prove that? Can you show that? Many people can't. And so what we find is. Nothing changes for black people. Some things do for certain ones and certain things don't. And if we keep looking at ourselves as one monolithic group who all has to do the same thing, we'll never win. White people don't do that. I watched them fight and bicker and do that. But there's a thread through the white community, like this secret unspoken thing that happens. And I used to always wonder where that comes from. And and it's taught. There are things, certain things that are taught, just like black communities. There are certain things that are taught in the black community as it relates to income, working, money, business, Real estate, all those things that aren't necessarily passed on. We have, we seem to have this mentality of competition, but there's no real competition. You're not competing with someone in buying real estate because the two of you can't own all the real estate in Milwaukee anyway. You can only function maybe, I don't know, three, four, six, ten 10, right? Unless you have a huge company. So what are you fighting about? if you're fighting about marketing or oh, I have my own marketing firm and somebody else has theirs and we're competing for it. No, you're not. Find your niche, stay in your lane. Let them do the other stuff. If all you do is this, do that. Let the person do something else together. You'll both make money. It's just a weird concept we have. And then we keep talking about, we got to do things together and some things we do need to do together. But here's my issue. If we would raise our families together, raise them to go to school together, make sure they graduate from high school and college together, graduate from the trades together, get start a business together, own real estate together. Let's do that together. I'm just saying. 833 212 is the number. Social Security is a source of income that only paid out 33% of your income. Well, okay. say c-note are are you bothered by that because y'all keep talking about y'all love socialism there it is that's the best in socialism everybody pays in everybody gets something out but nobody gets their fair share i don't see nobody fighting and complaining about that i'm just saying uh kp said uh people that are self-employed paying social security yes and can you benefit from it yes um talk to a tax professional that can that can help you with that go see a competent professional go see a uh tax professional who who does taxes and understands that what you really need to do is pick up the phone and call JB Bell and Erica Wright Bell and Wright Northwestern Mutual just Google it get their information call them and they'll be able to walk you through all that. I'm just saying. 212 01017 is the number. Um I'm debating whether or not I'm going to do my top 5 at 5 because there is absolutely so much stuff you know do you know I'm doing my top 5 at 5, right? Um there's so, there's so much stuff going on today that um and then there's some stuff I'm just tired of talking about because you know it's just <sighs> sometimes you want to take a breather. And for those of you that are here, I am taking some much needed time off. So this will be my last day this week. And then we've got a number of folks coming in. Bailey Coleman will be in. And I think eventually Jason Fields, and we've got a couple of teammates coming in, helping out and doing stuff. And so it'll it'll be a great time. Um, I'm excited. That's why you see me dressed the way I'm dressed now, you know, in my... National African-American Museum of History and Culture hoodie, some jeans, some tinnies, and I'm out. I'm going to have some fun and get rest and relaxation. Right? eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. C-Note, before I get to my top five at five, said, no, I'm not worried about it. I should be, it should be your only source of income during retirement. <clears throat> no, it shouldn't. Oh, it shouldn't. Right. It shouldn't. And so that's one of the things that, that we need to, which is why we do the, the financial empowerment, is to help people understand places like Northwestern Mutual can actually help you, can actually help you figure all that stuff out and how it'll affect your plan and your future and your living and all that. And how it'll affect your death. You know, how to put things in place. Nikki said, I'm vending at the night market. You don't want no problems, do you, Ben? (laughs) You getting called out? You getting called out, Ben. You getting called out, Ben. 833-212-1017. Number.
0: Number five.
3: So if you haven't been listening uh, recently, Uh, There's a breaking news story that authorities are are responding and have responded to a fatal small plane crash uh, this morning in Watertown. They said that the airplane had taken off from Watertown Municipal Airport and there were small fires around the crash site. Uh, Fires were extinguished by fire crews and the crash is being investigated by the Federal Aviation Administration, National Transportation Safety Board. They did say that there were fatalities in the crash. So they'll be updating that a little bit uh, later as we go through the day. So make sure that um, you're listening right here. Number four. I don't know how to read this, Ben. It's kind of strange, but I thought I'd read it anyway, because when I read it, people looked at me like, wait, where? Where? Brookfield police said they arrested two teenagers and two adults following several physical altercations at the St. John Vianney, if I hope I'm saying that right, uh, festival in Brookfield. Church festival, y'all. According to a news release, officers arrested a 14-year-old, a 15-year-old, and a 20-year-old and 21-year-old man. They said two officers were injured while making the arrest. The release said one officer had been taken to a hospital where he was treated and released and the Second officer sought medical treatment the next day. It's unclear the extent of the officer's injuries, but police closed the midway area of the festival early on Saturday in the interest of preserving public peace and safety. And I'm trying to wonder what's going on at church festivals that we shutting them down now. Now, granted, I've gone to my share of church festivals where there was the fight in Milwaukee, but, uh, that one kind of threw me for a loop. I was I was I was a little taken aback by that one. That was a strange one. That was a bizarre yet curious um <laughs> way of of looking at um yeah. You got into a fight at church at the church festival. Hmm. I guess all things are possible, so interesting. That is interesting. Um, I guess we'll go here. Number three, Giannis has now welcomed Adrian Griffin to the Bucks with an adorable photo. Giannis Atterkumpo made his first statement. Today, since the Milwaukee Bucks hired Adrian Griffin as the new head coach, the Bucks MVP shared a photo on Twitter and Instagram of his son and Griffin saying, welcome to the family coach. Giannis has not publicly commented on the hire until now, but it's reported that he vouched for Griffin during his hiring process and according to an NBA, NBA insider, For Bleacher Report, Giannis met with Griffin during the interview process and vouched for him to become the next coach. Prior to being hired with the Bucks, Griffin had never been a head coach but had been an assistant. Why why are y'all stressing that? Like, do y'all stress that when y'all hire white coaches? You talk about all the accolades and how great they are and all the things they've done and all the great things they do, blah, 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 blah. But then when it's us, all of a sudden, well, he's, he's never been a He's never been a coach before, so You know, we have to look at it. Yeah. You know what I say to that story? You ready? That's what I say to that story. Number two. Well, ahead of today's vote, and we're still waiting to see whether or not the votes are going to come in in regards to the... Uh, Shared revenue bill. President of the Milwaukee Teachers Education Association is blasting the deal. The sweeping shared revenue deal includes a provision that says Milwaukee public schools would need to reinstate 25 Milwaukee police school resource officers. And as it stands, Governor Evers said the deal provides a billion dollars in new funding. Um, Thomas More High School will see an increase in vouchers, all those things. But... um, The school board president, not the school board president, the, the the teachers union president said there should be absolutely no support for private voucher schools with public taxpayer dollars. It's not a compromise. It's an attack specifically on the city of Milwaukee and the residents and our students. That doesn't make any sense. You're doing a pretty poor job with our kids and now you want to tell us we can't use our money for what we want to use it for. You know what I say to the teachers union president? There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Number one. Well, a jury found this past week. Y'all not going to believe this. In favor of former Starbucks regional director Shannon Phillips, who sued the company for wrongfully firing her, claiming she was terminated for being white. Phillips, who worked for Starbucks for 13 years and managed a region of stores in the area, was fired after the arrest of two black men in Philadelphia Starbucks in April 2018. New Jersey jury returned a verdict of twenty five point six million dollars, including twenty five million in punitive damages, six hundred in compensatory damages, according to the console um, Mariachi law firm, um, which represents Phillips, the jury ruled unanimously after a six-day trial, the lawyer said, noting that Phillips will also be seeking back and front pay. Starbucks said his disappointing decision is evaluating its next steps, their spokesperson J.C. Anderson told CNN. This week's verdict is the latest development in an incident that has sparked protests and outrage. In 2018, two men were asked to leave the coffee shop after sitting at a table without ordering anything. The men who declined to leave because they were waiting for a business associate were escorted out of the coffee shop in handcuffs after a store manager called the police. They later reached settlements with Starbucks and the city of Philadelphia. In the lawsuit first filed in 2019, Phillips said the company discriminated against her because of her race and she was let go. In 2019, the complaint said that following the arrest Starbucks took, steps to punish white employees who had not been involved in the arrest, but who worked in and around the city of Philadelphia in an effort to convince the community that they had properly responded to the incident. Phillips, who at the time oversaw areas, including Philadelphia said that Starbucks had ordered her to place a white employee on administrative leave as part of these efforts due to alleged discriminatory conduct, which Phillips said she knew was inaccurate. After Phillips tried to defend the employee, the company let her go. The reason for determination, according to the complaint, was that the situation is not recoverable. The complaint argued that this was a pretext for race discrimination, adding that Phillips race was a motivating and or determinative factor in Starbucks discriminatory treatment. Starbucks denied the claim at the time. 2021 court filings after the incident, senior leaders, members of the partner resources all observed her demonstrate a complete absence of leadership during this crisis. Well, now I guess she's got 25.6 million reasons, right? She's got 26, 25.6 million reasons. Oh, wait a minute. She doesn't have 25.6 million reasons. I guess Starbucks has 25.6 million reasons to figure out what they're going to
0: do. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, the truth app at 1017thetruth.com.
3: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833 212 is the number. I was just looking at a story Um. about, um, hmm. I'm almost reluctant to even say this. There's conflicting reports. We don't know where where it stands, but earlier, I don't know if you remember, earlier this year, um, Tyler Perry expressed interest in purchasing a majority stake in BET Media from Paramount Global. He wasn't the only prominent black figure in entertainment uh, exploring the possibility. Um, Diddy was looking at it. Byron Allen was looking at it. And they were kind of looking at whether or not they wanted to. Anyway, fast forward a few months, and it appears that Tyler Perry's bid to own BET might actually be a reality. So there are, there are Twitter um, comments that talk about Tyler Perry just made history uh, as the first African-American to buy two major television networks. And so he would own BET and VH1. And so a couple of different places have put that on Twitter. HBCU Premier Sports and More says that Tyler Perry just made history as the first black American to buy two major television networks. for the first time in 21 years, BET is black owned again. Uh, And and for the first time ever, VH1 is black owned. And that's from uh, Culture Central. So we will see. But then maybe not. So a lot of publications are reporting that the deal has been finalized. It appears that those publications may have been spreading the news taken from a single source, the streamer, which apparently has since taken down its report of the matter. So we really don't know who owns it. Or does he suffice it to say this update from news dot com um, has caused black Twitter to, of course, blow up and celebrate before they actually have information um, unfortunately, that's something that a lot of people do before they verify what exactly is going on with something. So we're kind of in limbo again. We'll be sitting around trying to figure out, um, you know, what's going on in black Twitter. Got to see what's uh, what's happening. I don't know. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Let me check my talking text line before I blow up. <laughs> uh. Now you know that's unfortunate, Ben, because it's not hard to find people, right? Walking a square. At all. It's not it's not <laughs> hard to find anyone these days. We got technology. Yep. Yep. So it's it's just one of those things. Uh <laughs> uh, let me see. This is Freddie G. Oh no, I'm not doing that, dude. We don't we don't we don't do that. Oh, okay, bet you. Bet, 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 bet. All right. All right, bet. All right. You see that in the talking text bin? Oh, yeah. It sounds like uh, I can get some good food. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I mean, if they were willing to feed us, I, I'm all with it. I, I'm going to pull up for a play. Right. You see, it said Just for Truth Nation. So. Just for Truth Nation. Yeah. On the front line, usses. Usses. Or wees. Wees. Or theys. Not to be confused with dems and those. But I like us's. I like how people always talk about that being lazy English when, in fact, they have no semblance of understanding of linguistics. And it's a sub-language of English language that black people speak. Like if you speak Spanish and you go somewhere else in the country and they speak Spanish, you understand them. Black people speak. And and we got mad when they called it Ebonics, but that's really what it is. It, you just put a name to the sub-language that... We speak, and that's why you can understand what people are saying in San Francisco, Seattle, Vancouver, Canada, Florida, California. Like, it's it's just a language. It's a sub-language. And you may call it lazy, but I call it Love.
0: More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth App, and 1017TheTruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth App, and 1017TheTruth.com.
3: Jackson, you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon, I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833 212 1017 is the number. So everybody hanging out downtown, at uh, they got the street shut down, and they, they doing all the food from 2nd to 4th on Wisconsin Avenue. Folk walking through the avenue, all sorts of things that are going on, and so... Um, it's, it's kind of pretty cool. It's kind of pretty cool. You kind of see people that you've never seen before that are walking through and looking around and trying to find what's going on. So. Interesting. Interesting. From CBS 58, food trucks, a common staple around the city of Milwaukee, got new rules. Mayor Cavalier Johnson signed legislation today to ensure food trucks are safe and enjoyable for everyone. What does that mean? It's been a heated debate between food truck operators and the city for months, and today the city hopes to replace what they call a patchwork of rules and regulations for food trucks with uniform citywide ordinance. So, it was a day of celebration at Red Arrow Park with dozens of food trucks on lining Water Street. Mayor Cavalier Johnson signed a new multi-part food truck ordinance putting into place to create law and order for the way food trucks conduct their business. Um, The change will be the creation of two new designated food truck zones. Zone one is the heart of downtown Milwaukee along West town and the third ward. And under the ordinance, trucks operating in zone one cannot operate between 1 a.m. and 6 a.m. Zone two primarily limits how many trucks can be parked on a busy stretch along West Burnham street on the city's South side. And so since I don't really run a food truck or understand the, the nature of that particular business, it's, it's interesting to see there. They're they're talking about the fact uh, one of the truck owners and restaurant owners says, um, what's his name? Um, Abdallah Ismail said, who owns Fatty Patty, burger trucks and a restaurant, says today is a good thing that we have this kind of legislation that will control more of the area, honestly, than before. It's not just time and location food truck operators have to consider now. They can also be fined between five and five hundred dollars if they, you know, depending if they're found to be a nuisance. And the, the citywide ordinance goes into effect immediately. So you don't even have a time. You don't even have time to actually like adjust your day or figure out what you're going to do about it. It went into law when he signed it. So that's something that we have to look at. 833-212-1017 is the number. Sandra, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Hi, Dr. Ken. Hey, Sandra. How are you? the way in.
4: Yeah, what's I going am on? Just, all
3: right.
4: What's what's going on? What's uh, on your mind? The same old thing. I'm just walking around in circles, and I went over to the beer garden for a minute, and took my little doggie to get her little shots, and I was running around like a chicken. Chicken, you know how that goes. Well, I, I hope you're like running around chicken. like a chicken with his head cut off, or just running around like a Not chicken with the head. I didn't say the head. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. I just, I just got
4: my head on. <laughs> All right, I was just checking. No, I don't want to see one of those because I used to see those at the south uh, when up. I was visit. Yeah. Yeah. When I had an aunt, she would chop the neck off and throw it in the barrel. And that chicken would jump around. I felt so sorry for it. I said, whoosh. But they, they were tough because I could never do that. But wasn't and that involuntary? Had a brother.
3: Isn't that like an involuntary reaction? Because your brain isn't operating your body anymore, so...
4: Yeah, yeah. So I guess they don't feel no pain. You know, they, I, you know, they even say, what is it? Uh, the lobsters when you drop them in the hot water. Yeah. Some of them try to say they don't feel pain, but you got other people say they do, 'cause they squeak when they hit that hot water like that.
3: Wouldn't anybody?
4: So. <laughs> I would think so. They said it don't feel pain, but I think so. I even think that chicken pain, I know it's probably the reflex that's afterwards, but so, they had to feel pain with the neck ch- chopped off.
3: Yeah, that's true. So let me ask you
4: this. Yeah, that's what I think.
3: Do you believe mm, the old adage that if you put something in water and you turn up the, 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 the um, fire slowly that it'll boil to death?
4: Uh, if you start something slowly and it, right. keep it off?
3: Mm-hmm. and then you turn up, you know how they say, like, out. if you put something in a, in, in a, in boiling water and you turn it up slowly, then it'll, it'll come to a boil and people won't feel it. Not people, but whatever won't. And so I looked that up and I found out that that's actually not true. That if you turn up the mm. fire slowly, you'll notice it. Oh Yeah.
4: Yeah, always people always say would. that
3: this was slow boiling. Yeah, uh,
4: interesting. nah, interesting. Yeah, no, I think you feel that. Yes, there's no way you can't. So, are you gonna pay the two uh, percent tax? I guess if that's what they want. I mean, if that's what they pass the bill, I just you know it's such a big controversy over it. I I, I kind of don't really like. Um, the way Boss has got that little smirky little look on his face. He's just up to the devil. You can tell he's up to the devil. because um, <laughs> he's not he's saying it's for pensions and police, but nobody's saying how they want to fix the city up. Well that's not his job. Not one bit. That ain't
3: his job. That's the...
4: well, somebody gotta come through, stop taking our money, then we take it pull our money together, we fix our own city up. Since they want us to do everything now, we can't get the approval from them. Mm. We, can, hey, look, we can take our own money, pull it, pull it together. Then they get jealous. The time mm. you start moving ahead, they get real jealous. Oh, they're doing better than me. Doing better than me. We can have a paradise over here. Mm. Yeah. And right. then you won't have to need the, uh, police. You gonna always MS need police. Come people. on now. Sandra. It, well, look, what I'm saying is you won't need as much violence. Just basically, I should call it the way it is. You won't see as much violence as really? you see to me. Y- Let me ask you a question, Sandra. Well, look, in the suburbs, you don't see it? Yeah, you Uh do. Go ahead. Sandra, you read the Bible? You read the Bible? No, I don't.
3: Did you ever go to church?
4: All the time.
3: Who was standing in front of Jesus as he was being? Crucified? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought the
4: criminals.
3: Centurions were standing there, right? Guards? Mm -hmm.
4: Oh. I never really checked those, it out. I don't even watch the movie, Ten Commandments
3: and all that. Those know. were, those were cops. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So no matter what, they've been mm-hmm. around forever because we've been being a knucklehead forever. So you ain't going to never knock I'm me just saying
4: if, Oh, I'm not, you won't need as many. We just, they won't yeah, have you to fear ain't got for as many life. now. Stop this. Oh, Sandra. <laughs> they will have to fear Sandra. for their life. If y'all acted, know,
3: if you just acted right, Come on, now.
4: No, that no, ain't me. If you act, act right, you need reason. less police. I told right? you I was at beer Garden. Okay. I'm enjoying my life. I was at beer Garden crossing my legs, walking a dog. Okay. I ain't got no problem with enjoying life. All right. You just got too much activities here. You know, the drugs and all of that. They they know they're down there. And I'm going to tell you because I... I sent a picture to Tori. I sent him that picture. So I sent it to you, too. I think I did. Uh, So you could see uh, this mess. But, no, I just called and say, I have a happy uh, your days off and enjoy.
3: Thank you, ma'am.
4: And uh, I hope to see you at Summerfest.
3: Uh, No, you will not. No, you will not see me at Summerfest. No, No, ma'am.
4: Oh, you won't be at Summerfest? Okay. No, ma'am. I'll see Benjamin. Yes, you will. Right? Okay, then I'm, I'm going now.
3: You know his new name is Jen Bamman now, right? We call him Jen Bamman.
4: Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mm-mm. I'm just, kidding. Uh-huh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Okay, dude.
3: All right, take care.
4: Talk to you next round. Okay, right. then you get back. Okay, bye bye Eight
3: three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. I'm going to squeeze her in. I don't know if I'm I saying it right. Mia, you're on the new 1017, the truth. <laughs>
2: Hi, Dr. Ken. Yes, you said it right. Um, thank you for taking my call. Uh, to the previous caller, yes, I do think that the sales tax is necessary for our city. It's always it's been low for a while. But anyway, that wasn't um, my comment. My comment was on what you were talking about in regards to the food truck. Okay. Um, I don't own a food truck. And again, like you, I don't know exactly how that works. But I find it um, funny that the law for them would go into effect right away and they feel like they don't have to give them notice but when it comes to these stolen cars and towing people's cars <laughs> for being illegally parked we gave them 30 days.
3: Yep. Yep.
2: Which I thought was absolutely ridiculous. Yep. Like I'm I'm a person who believes cuz I used to work for parking enforcement as a temp for 2 years.
3: Okay.
2: And and so I know how that works with, like, if they have more than two tickets, you can legally tow a person if they're illegally parked, all that kind of stuff. That's right. I, I said from the beginning, we should do a massive tow operation across the city. If your car is not registered and you have tickets, it's getting towed, period, point blank, end of story. You know, and just imagine how many stolen vehicles we will find on top of that. Absolutely. <laughs> Probably faster. So I just think it's funny that for food trucks, something like that, you're hard nosing that particular law. But with these stolen vehicles and this reckless driving, you're tiptoeing around and like, oh, if it's not more than 25 miles an hour, then it's not considered reckless or, if, you know, but, we but, but wait, wait,
3: wait, that's always been the terms. law. That's always been the law. Reckless is 25 I'm, miles and over. So, yeah, but, but that's what yeah. makes it a and crime. That makes it a crime and you can right. be arrested.
2: Right. But we, we know Dr. Ken, they aren't really enforcing I live on thirty nine convention, so I'm in a I'm in a heart. I deal with the reckless driving and yep. the police chases down my yes, block you do. all the time. Yes, you do. I also with the fact that our insurance has gone up hundred and thirty four dollars because of reckless driving when we have not gotten any tickets, had any accidents or any of that. So so between our homeowners insurance increasing mm-hmm. like fifty something and then our um, car insurance just went up $134, it's because of where we
3: live. Yep. You know? It seems like redlining is back without really making it (laughs) redlining. They're they're actually creating a natural, I probably shouldn't call it redlining because the insurance company isn't Mm -hmm. doing anything wrong. We're creating Mm -hmm. the people that live there to pay more because of what we're doing.
2: Correct. Yeah. Yep. And it, and it isn't it isn't fair. We're we're all you know, feeling a pinch. But it does seem like the people who carry insurance and the people who are doing the right things and the people who are licensed and the people who are registering their vehicles and all that kind of stuff they end up you know basically being penalized for doing the right thing. So all right, well thank all. you much. I appreciate the call. Have one, Doctor. All
3: right, take Bye. care. is the number you're listening to, Truth in the Afternoon.
0: You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017thetruth, The Truth Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
3: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. That is true, though. But, you know, we we have a mayor who looks to business, it seems, first. You know, things that are helpful to business seem to be instantly, you know, Mia kind of had it right. Instant. Oh, it's when I signed it into law, it's instant. Reckless driving? Oh, we'll give people 30 days and they'll get time to wait and tear up the city and do, yeah. Un- under the guise of we're doing a disservice and the police are an occupying force, but then when the police are not an occupying force, the neighborhood is in turmoil. There's garbage everywhere. They're speeding. So then what do you do? What about the tax-paying people who pay taxes, who have homes and apartment buildings and rental property who wanted to be safe. This is foreign to me because growing up in Chicago, I literally walked from downtown all the way home to the South side. So I always found that strange and odd that I was able to do that. And even here, when I moved here in 93, it was relatively, you know, peaceful, relatively quiet. So I don't really understand why that particular thing happened that way. But, you know, it is what it is. And now it's changed completely, but yet we're not doing anything that's going to enable people to be able to be safe. But if we're not having the police come in, then who does it? I don't understand. 8332121017 is the number. I don't I don't I don't really understand how that works. I don't I don't I don't really get it. But then again, nobody asked me. So, you know. So yeah, I'm I'm taking some much needed time off. I'm taking some um chill time, hang out with the family, go do some things. Um you know, as I as I as I look through um, things that are happening in the city and things that are affecting the city, you know, I'm looking at West Politics where they talk about home sales in Greater Milwaukee are down 21 percent. You know, 21.1 percent over the year in May, continuing a trend seen throughout the part of the first year, and that's weird because. Last month, in Milwaukee, Waukesha, Ozaukee, and Washington counties, um, we sold 1,574, whereas last year, this time, we sold almost 2,000 at 1,995. So it's starting to slow down. Report also shows average prices were 1.6% higher over the year, rising from an average of 367 to 373,000. So when you really think about it, um, it's becoming more and more expensive. So for me, uh, (laughs) it's better to sell and not buy. Maybe I can trade, do something like that. I don't know. But those are the types of things we as a community have to keep looking at. It's not a balanced market. and anytime soon they talk about the fact that that new home construction continues to be outpaced by buyer demand so there's more there's more um buying you know people who want to buy than there are homes available so if you own a house you know that might be the time to uh you know roll out you know that that might be the time to say but then if you want to buy, is now the time to buy, maybe maybe moving to an apartment. Like I'm I'm not the real estate guru, so that's just my opinion. But as you look at it, we have to start recognizing that things are starting to slow down. Inflation wasn't as high as we thought, and the Fed didn't raise the rates, so we're 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 doing pretty good. I think we're kind of holding our own. Hanging out. And we'll see how that flies. But I don't know. We got to make sure we uh, take care of the neighborhood. Make sure this is a safe summer. Homicides are down. Crime is ticked up just a touch. But we're we're holding it down. And I think if we keep up the cleanup, like with Tory Lowe and do some things in the community with the Truth Family Fest coming up in Juneteenth and Summer Fest, I think all those things will work out great. And we'll be right here with you to talk about it and live through it. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Tory Lowe's show is coming up next. I will not be back in 22 hours because I will be chilling at an undisclosed place with family, friends, and just relaxing this summer. God bless. Take care. Ben, appreciate you, brother. Ben it's Gavin. amazing. I'm out. Oh uh-huh.